0: everybody, welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. My name is Katherine Kaufman and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my every Monday night show. This is where we discover what and who we are in this journey called life. Hey, shout out to all these people over here on Instagram that are joining. My Monday night buddy, Miss Joy Hall, KYGS writer, Northern Gray, Michelle. How are you guys doing this evening? IHC good to see you awesome that you are here tonight I'm doing some waves here okay let me go to the chat and see who else joining on Facebook hey Melissa Begley and her sidekick Miss Cleo magical Monday indeed magical Monday indeed today was a typical Monday busy 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 didn't get a lot done I felt like I was spinning my wheels all day how was your Monday um so interesting thing going on this laptop of mine i know is about to die (laughs) that's not a thing to laugh about but i you know you have to laugh anyway i'm looking at some different ones that are better for live streaming and recording and whatnot so um if there's an interruption in service you know what happened A big shout out to Ina Thompson. Good to see you here tonight. Uh, We're going to go over dreams tonight. I didn't get to do them last week because I was so sick with that migraine. But I've still got them and we're going to go ahead and interpret them. And I've got some new ones today that we're going to interpret. So uh, we're going to do the ones that have been turned in on email and messenger first. And then if I have time left, if somebody wants to present some on the chat, that's fine, too. We can go right ahead with that, but um, we're going to go with these first. As far as housekeeping and things going on, ain't nothing happening, let me tell you. Except paranormal stuff. almost posted a paranormal alert yesterday. Um, but I didn't quite get I usually only post a paranormal alert when there's three reports within a 24 hour period. There were two really strange ones, but not the three within a 24 hour period. So, anywho, big shout out to Cynthia Lynch Carlson. Hey, to Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Awesome to see you here tonight. Um Yeah, and glad all you guys from Instagram are joining too. Um, If you guys have any questions about the stuff that I'm presenting tonight, the dream interpretations, and I'm going to explain kind of why I went with it interpretation as I go through it. Uh, And that way, what that does is it it gives you an example to where you can kind of interpret your own dreams a little bit better. And the first one that I'm going to interpret is It really kind of hones in on how a person's socialization plays a big factor in what or how they interpret um, the information coming from their subconscious. Big shout out to Rob Abbott. Many blessings to you. Good to see you. Hope hope things are okay where you're at. Okay, so let's just jump right into the dreams. So this is a dream that was turned in. I think last week Um, so about a month ago and I'm going to try to keep this as anonymous as possible I may uh, give up a gender uh, just because it may be significant to what the person is dreaming about so this person says so about a month ago I had a dream that a snake was trying to bite me I got up the next day and looked it up and what they looked up was that the snake meant transformation Well, it just so happens that I was going to see a practitioner, energy practitioner, that day, Um, so it all made sense to her in her mind. Then uh, she was walking through a huge field with mostly dead grass into the woods. Snake kept popping up in her mind, like "keep your eyes open for snakes." It was cold out, so they they knew the chance of a snake being out there was slim, and. Then a random friend on Facebook uh, put up a post of a picture of a gardener snake. Um, So they thought that this was odd because their friend never posts stuff like that on Facebook. Then they had a dream about a snake trying to bite her again from the front. It scared her and she woke up. Now... So when she looked up the, the symbology on it was transformation, okay, if that was the true interpretation of it, then usually your subconscious drops the issue. But when your subconscious keeps bringing up the same symbology over and over, it's usually because you're not getting the interpretation right. You're not really going with the, the correct interpretation. So, anyway, she was thinking that, you know, most people are fearful of snakes, but she wasn't scared of them, even though it kind of shocked her in the dream. So, she's feeling that the interpretation was of that of transformation. Okay, so number one, yes, she is going through transformation. She's doing energy work and working on herself. However, because of the repetitive nature of the symbology being presented over and over, you might want to look at a different interpretation, such as, and we often hear the term snake in the grass. And that's something that you're socialized with at a very young age on this age group of this person. Um, and snake in the grass means beware of someone close to you that has ulterior motives. And so once we kind of, I went over the interpretation with her because this is something that will most likely keep reoccurring until she gets the correct interpretation. So once we discuss the possibility of, you know, what she needed to be careful or who she needed to be careful around, then that, um, I think that symbology kind of quit. So, when the symbology quits presenting itself, then that's your subconscious saying, oh, okay, now she's got it. Now she may be understanding what we're trying to get at. So, you know, if you see a symbol or representation brought to you and you think you've interpreted, but it keeps coming back over and over, go back and look at different interpretations that might fit a little bit better with that symbology okay let us see looking for questions here none so far okay now the next dream that we have is presented by a person who recently lost their spouse and she and her sister are close her sister i should say it's her I don't know if it's her sister-in-law or her true sister, but they're both associated with the person who's passed on. So, she's wanting interpretation about uh, this dream situation. So, she says, my sister had a dream visitation with her husband the same night that she did. Uh, We three were in an upstairs room of a house, and I went downstairs downstairs. My spouse said he had brought some decorations for our Christmas tree, which was a plain real tree in the corner of the room. He had three pictures of us on our wedding day wearing really fancy clothes and smiling. But she's saying the pictures were different from our original wedding pictures that he hung on the tree. He also had a garland of fine silver with little chicklet-gum-looking things hanging off of the fine silver chain. Now, the sister says that it was really beautiful, and he said to her, put one in her mouth, which she did, but nothing happened. He said, you have to chew it up. So she did, and all the wonderful things uh, became visible in her head, and these are all memories. She told me she sensed the same pain from him that she feels from me, and asked him how he dealt with the daily intense plane of loss. And he said, it's really hard. And they were able to hug each other. So, right away, that tells me that this is not a dream, because they were able to hug and touch each other. So, that is a visitation. This was a true visitation, but there is a meaning behind the things that he was presenting to her. The silver chain with the little chiclet gum representation is, you know, that silver energy cord that goes from person to person and memory to memory. And the fact that she had to pull one off and put it in her mouth and chew it meant that he's already, the memories and the connection is already inside of her. She just has to activate it. And that's the, the action of chewing. Um, The fact that the wedding pictures were different than what um, the wife remembers the wedding pictures being could mean that uh, it could represent that they have been together in previous lives. So that could be a representation of a previous marriage even when they were together and that's why the, the dress is different so let me check for questions (laughs) hey to sander lee small good to see you awesome to see you and let me check for questions over here on instagram and we're good hey to vinnie gee and robin canita good to see you guys here if you have any questions just drop them in the comments and i'll try to watch for them um so that was a very interesting visitation to interpret and two when you get a visitation it is just like trying to interpret a dream the communication is in the landscape of the subconscious and the dream so it's kind of basically interpret interpreting the same way because when people who've passed on show you things it doesn't it doesn't mean what they're showing you there it's symbolic for something else so you, it's almost like a puzzle to try to put some of this stuff together hey to rhonda beeman good to see you here awesome um just seeing if my chat window is working correctly i hope it is you guys will let me know if you can't see me or hear me i'm sure (laughs) um okay so this um is a dream that was sent in from eastern kentucky and, um, so this one was very interesting. So we, we have a Humpty Dumpty, simple looking male, uh, who's picking at this lady's mother. I approached him, attempting to hit him on the leg to get him away. He appeared not to be impacted by my strikes. He turned his attention toward me. I threatened him and ran down this a set of steps to a room I know well and closed the door. I could hear him in the hallway at the closet door and I was feeling scared and I had um I had, you know, backed myself into a corner as there was no way out, like she was in the closet and couldn't get out except for one small window in the room and then she wakes up. So the whole gist behind that dream is getting picked on over and over and over, and instead of standing up for herself, she's getting herself backed into a situation that she feels she can't get out of, and that's sort of frustrating and it builds up a lot of anxiety. Now, her subconscious is showing her one small window in the room, which means. Here is an escape. Here is a possibility, but your mind needs to expand that. It needs to grow it. It needs to expand this to become bigger so that you can escape. So I feel like one of the things now she, you know, she fights back by swatting at Humpty Dumpty, but it's not enough. It doesn't impact him at all. And so I feel like that these may be old ways of dealing with stuff that she has done in the past that are ineffective and maybe taking a new approach or standing up for herself in a new way might actually work better. So, that one was very interesting to interpret. Now, here's another one from the same person. Uh, Dark night, she's having her car detailed, so she walks over to a convenience store to get something to eat. She orders her food. And waits and waits for what seems like hours. And there's a male there that um, I maintained my back to while in the store. He made me anxious. I went up to the counter to ask what was taking so long, and the lady had forgotten. I suddenly found myself in ankle-deep water where there was bacon floating under the water. Okay. So, <laughs> Bacon is a staple of life, pretty much, for all of us in Kentucky here. Um, and it's something you eat. Okay? It's a meat. It's a staple. It's something you eat. It's sustenance. She's getting taken advantage of, again. The first dream with Humpty Dumpty, she's getting picked at. And the second dream, she's allowing people to forget about her. She's allowing... Um, her to be left behind or be forgotten and then um she finds herself ankle deep in water with this bacon floating so ankle deep in water is the emotions that they're not they're not drowning but you can't get out of them like you're having this emotional reaction and you can't get out of it the, the staple and the bacon, I think, represents the fact that, um, again, her. I feel like her subconscious is urging her to put, demand that other people put her first, um, to give her emotional essence sustenance, which would be the bacon, uh, and to really address the emotions that are starting, you know, this, this kind of flood that's starting to creep up the legs to you don't want to let it get to the point where you're overwhelmed with it so if she had a dream where the water was up to her neck i would say okay we're at a danger spot in your psyche where we really need to pay attention to this but since it's ankle you know level she still has time to deal with this and to try different things to um, require that other people Pay attention to her, like standing up for herself. Again, I feel like it's all standing up for the self. So, you know, it's kind of a repeat. This may be a repeating dream in a different context. Because you remember I said if you're sub- if you're not paying attention to this subconscious presentation of symbology, that it's going to repeat. It's going to um, present things over and over. And in both of these, there's sort of a repeating type of message that you're allowing people to pick on you and you're allowing people to forget about you or to take you for for granted. And so uh, it may be that the subconscious is presenting the information in a different way to her uh, in this different storyline to maybe get her to react or to take action on this. Um, because, you know, each time the subconscious has to present the same material over and over, uh, let's say you don't pay attention to it. It's going to change some things about the way that the presentation is made so that maybe you get it the next time. Hey to Daniel Baker. (laughs) I don't think you saw me in a (laughs) movie, Daniel. (laughs) I wish you did, but I don't think so. Anyway, so um, kind of be aware of the repetitive themes. And it's really good to have somebody who's not attached or um, has preconceptions about the dream to do the interpretation. Because sometimes we just get in our way of seeing that um, message that's in there. Okay, let's see. There are two more here, and I've got another one over here. Um, Let me do one of these other ones really quick. This one, I think, is coming from Bowling Green. And this um, lady says, many dreams of being lost and trying for a solution but failing. Like, you know, you get on the phone and you can't dial, or you get on the GPS and it doesn't work. Uh, You can't find the map, and you're looking for someone, but you can't find them in the crowd. Uh, Again, two dreams of a big house and can't find the way out. Uh, She doesn't panic, but she's just confused. Family, friends, and strangers are all in these dreams. So um, that is a repetitive theme of not being able to connect and not... So this has to do with decision-making, um, and the, the communication that she's getting from the other side. So what do I mean by that? Okay, so her connection to the subconscious is not strong enough, or maybe she doesn't trust the material or the information that she's getting in the way of knowing or the way of a gut feeling. Um, but something's wrong with the communication. So ways that she could... Improve the communication to get stronger, definite messages on her decision-making and guiding her through life. So the basic gist of this is your communication skills with me, the subconscious, is not working. And the gut feelings that I'm giving you or the knowing flashes of imagery that I'm giving you are not getting through. So the person may be so busy and stressed out in life that their brain is resonating way up here but the answers are down here there's only one way to get to the answers and that is to meditate now if she forces herself to do a special meditation she will get flashes of insight and then the dreams about getting lost or not being able to get the gps to work or not being able to get the phone to work those will naturally go away so um you know that's that's a very easy interpretation let's go with one from the gallery hey to joshua uh <laughs> joshua you need to message me this oh she he asked let's see let's put this up so that everybody can see it here Uh, What are your thoughts on having the ability to awaken from a dream and being able to fall back asleep and into the same dream and being able to control the direction of the narrative of this dream? That is called lucid dreaming. And that is really one of the best techniques to employ for self-improvement, self-learning, self-discovery, but also um, prevention of psychic attack. Because the dreamscape and when we are asleep is the biggest, most prevalent time when we're prone to, you know, somebody dreamwalking in on us or being, um, you know, attacked in the dream through a psychic intrusion. But if you are trained in lucid dreaming, uh, you are taking control of the landscape and you're guiding dream or maybe even you're able to fight back in the dream and that is one of the biggest advantages that you could put in your court now there are a lot of um, lucid dreaming books on Amazon and after the show I do have a link to a dream working uh, list of recommendation and reading on Amazon and I will put a link to the Amazon list in the comments section after the show and so if you want to learn some of these techniques or you want to work with your dreams more it's one of the biggest self-help tools that you could ever do is to learn how to do dream working and to conquer and be successful at lucid dreaming so yeah joshua is a very proficient lucid dreamer congratulations (laughs) So Kevin says, can you tell me if Gavin Allred feels about dating me? Okay, Okay, Kevin, the show is for self-help, and the self-help talk, it is, talk is Open Dream Interpretation. I do readings professionally on my website, but I don't do them on the show. This is just a talk show for that. Uh, for the topic that we're doing. But I really love that you tuned in and we're glad to see you here tonight. Okay. All right, let's go on to another dream. I want to present this one was really interesting. Let me let me grab this one really quick. Um so and this one was really good. And and it, it uh, kind of deeps uh dips into uh the socialization aspects that we were talking about uh so this person is relaying this dream and they look up into the sky and they see like an alien armada uh and below in the sky are a thousand feet down are like u.s fighters um and it feels like the alien armada is kind of circling and getting in position, uh, it's she, they can't really see what um, the UFOs look like exactly, other than they're kind of, uh, I guess, light. And the uh, U.S. fighter jets are more futuristic. So, now, this is interesting. Okay, because this person is, has been in the military, That's a familiar landscape that the subconscious knows the person is associated with. So um, the subconscious is going to present something of conflict, maybe in the way of a military type of feel, uh, because that's going to get the attention of the person who's dreaming. And so it presents it in the way of a military, possible military conflict, The fact that the fighter jets are in a futuristic type of fashion means that the subconscious feels that this is coming in the future, that this is a possibility of some kind of confrontation. Now, because it's two different groups, you know, alien group, and then we have um, people, there is conflict. The person is feeling some kind of disassociation or conflict between two different groups of people. The alien group of people may have been socialized different. I kind of refer to it as it may be a gender gap. It may be that they see problems with a future, in the future, the gap between the generations, and that that may produce a lot of conflict. Or it may actually represent sort of a military type of confrontation with a different country. And that may be what the alien type of reference is. Uh, so the, the person kind of has to, I give them usually two interpretations and, and then they have to see what feels the best or what feels uh, the closest to resonates the closest to what you feel like the interpretation is. Uh, so Sandra sending good vibes to you and Catherine. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. If any of you guys, Want dreams interpreted? I try to do this once a month because I really am always getting dreams sent in for interpretation. But what I like to do is I like to sit down on one afternoon that I'm kind of slow and just look at everybody's dreams and do a really thorough thought and interpretation of it and then present it on like one night a month for dream interpretation and and then go through them all. Not only does it answer people's questions on their interpretation, but I feel like it gives examples of how you can interpret your dreams in different ways, just like the snake dream. You know, that was two totally different interpretations, but until we investigated the second avenue of what the snakes actually could have meant, um, the, the symbology kept repeating itself, so very, very interesting. Big shout out to Victoria de Simone Park! Yay, you may have to rewind, Victoria, because we're about done. <laughs> hey the Bad Mama Jamma and <laughs> Percher over here on Instagram. Good to see you guys! Awesome to see you. Let's go over one last dream. And so, this was a dream about. Um, let me, let me see. Oh, there's two more, actually. (laughs) Let's squeeze them in. Okay. As a child, I had recurring dreams of a two-story white clapboard building I knew well with a single door in the lower left. I was always standing at the closed door with the woman's influence trying to lure me there to go inside, but I have never gone inside. And they also have had recurring dreams of being on the outside of a haunted house and having to go in for some reason. I knew it was haunted because of the shock and horror I felt knowing they existed in my dream. Many dreams have been the home I have now, a neighbor's house, an old Victorian I'm unfamiliar with, and a stairway to a haunted attic. Okay, so the recurring dreams, let's start with that. So as a child, this person had recurring dreams of a two-story white clapper building. She knew it well with a single door in the lower left. I was always standing at the closed door with a woman's influence trying to lure me there to go inside. Okay, so there's something significant about it's a two-story house but only one door in the lower left that kind of alludes to it being a trap because you can go in but you may not be able to come out (laughs) now because it's two-story and it's white white kind of there's a couple of things that white could represent you can take white as a spiritual connotation you can also take why as a ghostly connotation. Now, because that there's a woman's influence trying to lure her inside, that is, again, the subconscious calling attention to, it's a trap, don't go in. <laughs> so, there is somebody in life luring this person into situations that she can't get out of. Okay? Um... Spirit. It could be spiritual situations she can't get out of, or it could be, I mean, this could actually be a ghost that is luring her. Now, because she's had other dreams of old Victorian houses, haunted attics, um, and other haunted places, you know, people with mediumistic abilities often get cajoled into things by spirits. Um, So you have, and so part of the teaching that I do with people that want to learn how to be a medium is how to test the spirit for authenticity, um, how to test their intention uh, and, you know, really practicing restraint and forcefulness in dealing with some of these things because let's remember these are just people who've lost their body and if they weren't very nice in life there's, most of them still are not very nice afterwards and so you know to whatever end they can try to trick you they can try to influence you they can try to scare you and so i feel like some of these haunting type of dreams and the the trapping could be from this person's medium abilities that are not trained enough and so they have to be you know very careful about um communicating with these type of entities but you know dreams are just to me very very fascinating um and everybody's are different you cannot say that there is one sure way to interpret for everybody because because we're socialized so differently and we've learned so differently and our, you know, what we perceive in life is, is so different from person to person. Not one technique works for everybody, but we have to look at several options and possibilities for everybody. So I hope that Uh, helps you with your dreams interpretation and don't forget i will put that link to the amazon dream working list and it has it has a collection of i think five or six different uh, recommended readings that i have on there for you guys to try and um, next week is going to be a special show not going to tell you what it is going to be a surprise watch for a posting this week Um, I'll try to get it up, but it is very relevant and very interesting. And I hope you guys have a fabulous week. Um, Today the sun was out. Oh my gosh, even though it was a Monday, it looked so beautiful. And the weather was like 68 and I was just in heaven. (laughs) Okay, one more, one or two more comments here. So Joshua says, let's see this. When I started dreaming about people who have died and they realize in the dream I could see them, I started to wonder what was that. <laughs> yeah, those are visitations. Those are visitations, Joshua. It's so good to see you back here. I look, I look forward to every familiar um, name that pops up on here on Monday. And when I miss a Monday like last week, I feel like, you know that I, that my I'm missing my friends and I feel like we just we sit down and have coffee on Monday night or or better yet we have a bourbon on Monday night and we just sit and kind of talk about stuff and I miss that when I can't do it but I, and I do look for people's names uh every week on here and uh so I do I appreciate you guys uh, presenting and showing up for us. Hey to Janice. Good to see you guys. All right, let's let's off of here and We'll enjoy the last few Rays of sunlight and later on this summer We'll do some live streams from the back porch. How about that? Just for a different Oh, and I'm gonna change like this is the winter scene behind me. That's gonna change <laughs> the next week. I promise There will be something spring or summery up there. (laughs) Kisses from Kentucky, and I'll see you guys next Monday. Have a good week. Bye, guys.